how we doing? Um, this is Steve. So what we're going to do today is we are going to talk about uh, a new topic. We've done many a topics over the, the course of the season so far. So at this stage, it's becoming quite a, a fun challenge to those that are designated as the topic choosers to come up with something. This week, it was mine. And I'm going to give you a quick rundown on what it's going to be and how it's going to run and so on and so forth. So what it is, is I'm going to give us three different battles right the battles are going to be 1v1s it's going to be the first one is going to be player battle so i'm going to pick two players and we're going to decide who we would want why we would want them what they would bring to our team what they've already brought to their teams that they're currently in how important they are and so on and so forth the next one i've picked two clubs two clubs that are of a similar standing but are certainly different in their structure and the philosophies of how they run and the last one is about managers. It's about the coaches. It's about the the people that are the ones that are on the the, the next are on the chopping block. And we're going to talk about who we'd like to play under, who we would like to to have as our club manager, and so on and so forth. And it's just going to be a bit of an open dialogue. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with the player battle, and it is a player battle that has been sort of banded about all the so social networks and so on and so forth with who they would like, why they would like them. And it's going to start off with the star man for Man City and the star man for Manchester United. So we've got KDB versus Bruno. Who we would like, why we would like them, and why would we feel that they are winning this 1v1. Who would like to start us off this evening? Uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, in my eyes, my personal opinion, um, I don't think there's an argument to who I would have in my team if I had to choose um, and that is Kevin De Bruyne um, I think he is debatable, debatable but I think he's the best player in the Premier League um, um, he's obviously in very good company there and there's other people that will, will, will probably make very very strong cases for other players um, but you know um, not to go off topic I, I think Kevin De Bruyne is just a phenomenal, phenomenal football player. Um, and he, you know, there's, there's a reason why Pep Guardiola is so adamant on rotating players and making sure that players are uh, not getting burnt out and that the rotation works but he does not get rotated. Yeah. You know, there is, the, he is probably, yeah. he is the first name on that team sheet pretty much every single week. At the start of the season just goes on there and it doesn't move for the whole year and that's it and uh, you know you can make a great case for Bruno Fernandes for Manchester United he's probably the first name on their team sheet um, and uh, I think in, he's the player that really hasn't been rotated for Manchester United um, so in that in that sense um, they are you could say they are on par because they are both as yeah. relevant and important for their clubs I mean when you when the stats don't lie with with Bruno Fernandes when the difference that has happened to Manchester United since his arrival uh, 12 months ago yeah. um, is he's frightening and he has no without a doubt had a massive impact on their penalties um, and being able to put them in the back of the net um, but no just the team in general what he's provided in goals and assists genuinely has been phenomenal but for me when you have the actual argument of who you would have between Bruno Fernandes and Kevin De Bruyne um, it's it's an easy one for me yeah. I'm, I'm KDB too I don't think there's any 
like Sam, I don't think there's an argument for Fernandez, but I'm going to throw some stuff out there so that we've got a fair debate. Um, I saw saw yesterday, um, since Fernandez has joined United, there's been 38 games of Premier League season, and if that had been the league, United win the league by two points, um, which is really interesting, right? Because it he has had quite a big impact. You. He's had, a, he's had a. He's had a. I mean, look up. Like, just take Fernandez out of that team, or go back to when he wasn't there. Like, they have bought a lot of players. I mean, you look at Paul Pogba, who was a player that they wanted to come in and do maybe something similar to sort of set and change and bring back the good old days for United. Well, to be fair, doing something would be a. It's bonus. just and so Fernandez has come in and he's literally dragged that team up from, from nothing. And, and honestly, I don't... I, I'm certainly with the guys. I adore Kevin De Bruyne. I think he's unbelievable. He's got it all. He's, he's absolutely got it all. I think he's the perfect mould for a midfielder. The only thing that I always kind of questioned was, is he like a leader? Like, he's got that on his shoulders right now and he's got a fairly young slash inexperienced Premier League squad in and around him. They've lost Silva, company. Um, their back line has just been through the rigours over the last, what, five years with the amount of players that they've bought in, rotated, trying to get something to set, and it hasn't. And all of a sudden, this year it's clicked and it's gone fantastic for City. And I think they've just gone underneath the radar a little bit and I think people have slept on them. And it's come back to bite a lot of people in the backside. And for me... Kevin De Bruyne is a huge part of that, but he looks every bit of the leader that well, yeah. they, they've lacked. What, what you said there, talking about is he a leader? I can see some people be like, oh yeah, but he's not, you know, he's not got the biggest tackle, he's not all this. But Beckham was a quiet leader, right? David Beckham has been captain material most places he's been. I'm sure he's probably captain sort of every team he's played at, and that includes PSG, AC, Real. United, etc. Right, um, and people always talk about the fact that he wasn't like the biggest man around in the dressing room and all this sort of stuff, but he led by example. What he did on the field led people to, you know, keep a keep a high quality and a high standard of playing that sort of thing. I think De Bruyne reminds me of that. Not comparing the two in the way they played, it was quite very different. But the fact that he's a leader by what he does on the field, not necessarily by being the loudest person or, or something like that. I agree with you. I think there was a lot of talk about that when Fernandez came into Manchester United, that he came in. I think Solskjaer said that he shook everybody's hand. He came in with very much of a essence around him that this was the turnaround. This was what they referred back to as the Fergie era, as a Fergie-type signing. But I think, like you say, there's no real argument for me in terms of players because De Bruyne, it doesn't matter who he's playing against, when he's playing. You talk about these players that are solid 7 out of 10s every week. Let's be honest, De Bruyne is a 9 out of 10 every week at least. Just the way he plays, his composure. You know, and let's be honest, you if he if he gets an injury to Manchester City, oh, that's big, yeah. if he gets an injury this weekend, Man, Man City, I don't think, win the league. They don't think there's somebody that they goes in They did last year, right? It was a big, big, 
big so, point in last year was that. So I'm play. I'm a, I'm a back the United fans here. Play a little bit of devil's advocate and uh, Bruno Fernandez because United fans will turn around and their argument will be, well, what about now? What about the present? And of course, we're still talking about this season. A Man City probably gonna win the league and potentially win it quite comfortably in their form. But when you look at player for player individually, uh, Kevin De Bruyne has scored three goals this year and ten assists whilst Bruno Fernandes has got 11 goals and eight assists. Um, you know, and you talk about, yeah, you know, I think we've done Man City a little bit of disservice in, in the arguments and talking that maybe they're a young squad in areas and maybe not as good. I think they've been crocked with a lot of injuries. And um, I think it might have been Steve who said it, is they've gone under the radar massively. Um, but, I mean... Have they played the same amount of games? Weren't De Bruyne out at the start of the year, but also I think... I mean, I mean, my Fernandes. first thing is chances created. It's a stat that probably you're not got in front of you. But, like, if you look at, what's the worst example, but Ozil or Arsenal, right? He finished with something like 75 assists, but he had 700 chances created. And it's it's about also the, the stat they call key passes, like the pass before the assist. And De Bruyne always had those unbelievable stats, right? He's the only person that's got close to Omri's. 20 assists, 20 goal season. Um, and he's always been that person. And now he's almost having to not take a step back as in, like, not not score. The, well, he has taken a step back in a way, not in his quality, but in his position on the field to try and, you know, be that, that leader and create opportunities for some of the other players to be in amongst those goals, etc., um, because you're right, City couldn't be solely reliant on De Bruyne, and we found that out last year. So he had to give people the opportunities. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, I'm certainly just as a as a as a football fan, I would rather watch Kevin De Bruyne as a as a fan of a club. I'd rather have Kevin De Bruyne in there as a manager or a coach. I would certainly rather rely on the qualities of. Kevin De Bruyne than Bruno Fernandes but the stats that he's got for United are quite incredible they're incredible um, in every single way it doesn't matter about if they're pens it doesn't matter about <clears throat> any time he's he is a very he is very much a huge driving force for United and they they don't score or create as many chances or hit sort of diags or through balls or, or get on a counter attacks as much that, as they would do if um, it was anybody else in there. I mean, Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba wanted to come in, but he just loves the ball too much. He, he holds on to it way too much. Whereas Bruno Fernandes, I mean, a lot of people get annoyed that he continues to lose possession of the ball and his stats in like completing passes is, is, is very, very low compared to other sort of attacking creative midfielders. But the reason is, is because he does what a lot of other players don't do. And that is, he continues to try and find those, 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 those hard passes, those, those, those balls in tight areas that can create a bit of space for their types of the players that they want. You know, you look at Marshford, Martial, Rashford, um, you look at Cavani, who's smart, getting into space and, and, and getting away from defenders and being being nippy in and around the box. And a player like Fernandez, yeah, he's going to try it 8 to 10 to 12 times a game, but you only need it once or twice to happen in a game for him to, 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 to get that goal or to get that key pass or whatever it is that is helping their team score. And he does that better than anybody else does in the Prem, bar none. I don't know what's really loud. 
but no, I, I mean, don't disagree. I mean, with that's. I mean, it's saying. not. I mean, his stats are his stats, right? What, what was his? What was his, his assists and goals? Uh, Eleven goals, eight assists. Interestingly, I mean, you you know you can talk like uh, fa- fantasy, fantasy Premier League. Like obviously they're very up to date with the stats and very yeah. on top of things. Uh, Bruno Fernandez is the number one player on the game in terms of chances created um, and. Uh, in importance in regards to his team um, and, uh, and if you were I if you was to look at, and if you were to look at passes completed his passes completed honestly would probably be like for a midfielder I'll say like a, a 70 70 to 73 percent like pass completion rate but and you would think geez how the how the crap is he is he is he correct but the reason why is because he continues to try and play those balls around corners and over the top of the defenders or in between the center back and the left back where their forwards can get in behind and those are the types of balls that, yeah, you, good defenders are going to intercept it, but you keep trying it and you keep trying it and you keep trying it. The forwards are going to continue to make those runs. The forwards are going to continue to believe in it. And sooner or later, you, it's, it's going to happen for you and you're going to get those chances in behind the back four. And United are un, unlike anybody else in the league at the minute with um, how potent they are in front of goal. Because the amount of times I watch them play and they don't look like they're going to score and then they end up getting three goals yeah. is pretty much every single game. And it's, it's frustrating, but... It, it, I believe well, I Bruno Fernandes is using that. Fernandes has definitely given Manchester United that belief that they're going to get one more chance. And he is the person that's going to get them that one more chance. I agree with what I said. Like They brought Paul Pogba in and they thought he was going to be the man. You know, Pogba's playing well again at the minute, the last couple of games. But Fernandes is coming in and being a consistent, consistent performer. Um, to allow him to have those chances created. And I think that's what the part is. I think... It's a great move bringing in Cavani because it's a bit of maturity in that front line, you know. And again, you know, Rashford is growing up. Greenwood is growing up, you know. Like, Martial, I'm sorry, he's just not good enough. He'll probably be out next year. But, again... Martial's absolutely rubbish, but that's a conversation for another day. So, uh, so yeah, so, consensus, Steve? Um, KDB, but... Fernandez, well, you know, I, mean, it's, it's, I was going to ask a question. How, Sam and Steve, how on earth are you picking KDB off of the arguments you two just gave? It no, it's, it's, very it's very question. But uh, but the reason is the reason why it's a very good that sort of duel is because um, maybe I've got a bit of a soft spot for for Kevin De Bruyne, but I would uh, maybe it's also because we got rid of him as a Chelsea fan, as and he was with Chelsea. Like it just. It, I hate to watch him playing for someone else. It's ridiculous that we've let him go all those years back. But the guy is, the guy is for me, the best player in the world at the moment. Yeah, is there a better attacking midfielder in the world at the moment? A best player, but I think I think a player as a player. That's a serious question. You've you got to say in the belly. Don't come in here with Hoiberg or some bullshit like that. Um, I didn't. No, nah, I'm KDB. I'm definitely KDB. I'm KDB all the way. But you cannot. Like for the, it's it's close, which is why I think it's a it's a fun topic to talk about because it is close. We're not talking about a a a, a Mason Mount versus a or someone else or or do you know what I mean? Like these two players are these two players are the players of the season. If the season stopped right now, these two players are the player of the season that they're, they're battling it out for. And I think it's um I think it's important with those two teams probably going to be fighting out for the top of the league. That might be bold. What Kane? Son, for, for, for a player of the season, no, son. Uh, son, I mean, son's Harry Kane is, you know, for me, when, I think when I, when I said when I said that uh, he's arguably KDB the great 
best player in the Premier League at the moment. Yeah. The, the, the other player that really comes to mind genuinely is Harry Kane. Yeah, I, would you ra- who would you rather get injured, Son or Kane? If I'm Spurs, I'd rather Kane get injured over Son. Uh, yeah, you know, before the before the season started, I would have I would have said I'd, I would have probably agreed. I just think Kane is. I just think. So you uh, think if if Son gets injured, you're absolutely fine, or you think you're better off with Son out than you are with Kane out? I think, I think your team does both, better no, with Kane out. Well, you can say we do better with Kane out because it's actually been proven with with had Kane out and Son's taken an unbelievably good role. But Kane's never done um, that when it's been the other way. Um, not he's not really been given a chance to for to see the results of that because when Son got injured last year, Kane was also injured at that time. Yeah, um, but I think that if genuinely, I think if if Son was injured then Mourinho would change up the system and, and adapt to where we would be successful without him and just playing the one. So sometimes it's difficult because I think, you know, we, we kind of, Son has a bit of a free role for Spurs and he just hangs a little bit left, wide left and goes from, you know, go from there. But we're not talking about Spurs and Son and Kane. Uh, <laughs> I know these boys are trying to catch me out here talking nah. about Spurs. But uh, no, they asked a question. Right. They so, asked so, a question. So, so can someone... Just, we'll, we'll move on from this Kevin point. De Bruyne over Bruno yeah, Fernandes. Kevin De Bruyne. But somebody find me Bruno Fernandes' stats since he's joined for United. What are they? Does anyone know what his stats are? Ridiculously good. Oh, but goals and assists. Uh, I can tell you goals. I think his, his goals and assist contributions are... Well and truly, over like thirty-five to forty. Isn't he like a goal and assist contribute like per game? I think yeah. I think there's the there's, guy's got um, like stupidly good stats. I'm always gonna pick Kevin De Bruyne, but Bruno Fernandez has been a huge plus for United, and there's no doubt. So you got. Put a talk in the thing, mate. Here's, yeah, here's just the, 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 the add-on to your point before Christian gives the stats, because he is nearly all but ready. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, Kevin De Bruyne plays in a Man City side where I think some of the wealth is shared, but also he found himself in, in even I think at the beginning of this year, season, in a much deeper, deeper role, yeah. um, which maybe you still wouldn't expect the, the, the assists and... and yeah, like yeah, we'll, we'll give Bruno Fernandes respect and we'll take the penalties out of the equation. And he's still a fantastic player in his stats. But you know, again, Man City have shared shared penalties. You know, in which they've they've missed a few in when other players have taken. De Bruyne is not always their designated penalty taker with Aguero. Like I, think I said, Jesus, 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 So what what is the? Do you have them? Where Bruno is the man. The man. Free kicks, penalties. Yeah, I mean they're solely reliant on him. You know, um, thirty-two games, nineteen goals, fourteen assists. So it is a goal or an assist a game. What I didn't look at, and I'm going to look at it now, is how many of those goals are penalties. So oh, this good year, to twelve of the nineteen. I think, I think it's over fourteen. Got four. No, it was only four. Oh no, four last year, five this year. Nine of his nineteen goals are penalties. That's quite a lot. Oh, but also, I'm not. I'm not. Again, I've seen. I guarantee you, he. I be the Premier League's all-time. But I. But I guarantee you. I guarantee you, he also got a couple of those through his crosses or through his ability to to, to get brought down. Like he, he. But anyway, all right. So um, I think we're. I think we're fairly set on everybody having KDB there. 
I don't think um, I don't think anyone's going to change or be able to sway from their initial thought on that one. Um, we're going to move on from players, and we are going to move to a clubs. So the clubs that I've picked, we can't disagree on this one. Um, I'm 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 fairly set on mine. Um, the clubs that so it's going to be a one v one for a club, and the two clubs that I've picked. As I said, are certainly different in their structure, in their philosophy, in how they approach the game, and so on and so forth. And the two teams, I believe, are sitting extremely close in the league yeah. for points. I think they're tied, right, for points? Uh, yeah, but no, one of them's played more games. Ah, cool. Can, so the two teams, the two teams that we've got is a Brighton. That's good. Brighton versus Burnley, and both. You think probably of, of a totally contrast in style between the two. And um, I'm just going to open this up and just go with anybody that would yeah. like it. Uh, uh, yep. Christian, you I'm got in. it? Christian's oh, going to oh, jump right. in. Oh, oh fair, go on, Riley. Get yourself you were, in there. You were quiet on the De Bruyne of Fernandez. Oh, I Riley was in. Well, I didn't have you don't, to say. I just think that was quite... You don't Riley was having dinner with Ross. He does all my words. Oh, <laughs> hey, don't criticise Ross. <laughs> right, for me, I'm going Burnley. Just for the... Oh, turn him off now. No, I, I, well, I actually What's don't necessarily disagree, What's... depending on what the question... Steve, can you... Because um, I'm going to have a different answer depending on the exact question when we're comparing Brian and Burnley. Is it who I prefer? Who would I prefer to stay up? What I prefer in terms of club and philosophy? This is exactly why we This we is why the debate I think is. You can, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy to look at it from a, a broader perspective. To what go, is there to look at between Brighton and Burnley? Burnley. Tell me why. What? Because no, look at what. Tell me why. Look at what. Sh I'm not being funny. It was a couple of months ago that we were all calling for Sean Dash to come in as England manager. No, we none of us were. We took the piss out of that. We no. It was the the Jesus English the media had mentioned it. And, was uh, it me? Yeah. Because um, you. Said no, because I I I. Do you know why? Just be careful because yeah. that is on record. But somebody in this yeah. room were calling for Sean Dash. Yeah. To no. Be next I'll I'll, I'll be honest with my international managers. I all I think you need as an international manager is somebody to make sure that they are disciplined and they are working hard and they are and they have an understanding of what you want. It doesn't matter if it's Daesh, if it's anyone else, if it's if it, if it's someone who's flip-floppy and kind of like, oh, I don't really know what to do, I've got so many good potential. No, I want someone for the two or three weeks that you're going to be in a camp to just get after it, get a clear, precise understanding of what is expected and I don't know if there's anyone that can do it that was probably my argument right. in the dice. So there's my argument. Is you've got a club like Burnley that's got the manager in that they have who is organised. They know what is expected. And yeah, fair enough, they've had a bit of a tough run this year, but I don't think you can judge on positions in the league because they're so both they're both neck and neck. But you've got a manager there that he goes in, they know exactly what is expected. They know how he expects them to play. And the effort is there 100% of the time. I've never heard a team say, well, you know, Burnley went out there today and they didn't try. Or Burnley went out there and they looked like they'd already lost the game. They try from minute one to minute 90. And for me, for a team like Burnley that doesn't have this major investment. Yeah, the resources are a that bit doesn't go in and, you know, they're not going in and buying strikers for 30, 40 million dollars, million pounds a week. Or million pounds. 
on a hundred thousand yeah. pounds a week contract, but the longevity of what they have done is phenomenal. Yeah, but yeah. here's a point, right? You just said you never hear anyone say this about Burnley, right? You're right because you always hear about them in a match of the day or something like that. When's the last time you watched a Burnley game and enjoyed yourself? Well, I can't can't wait to get onto a discussion later on because we're going to have this argument again and then we're going to come back to this point. It's not necessarily about enjoying yourself. I mean, it is. Football's about enjoyment. It's an it's entertainment. Not, for Burnley, it's, not, for Burnley it's about them not getting relegated. For Burnley, it's about them consistently being in the Premier League so they can survive and so money is going to But on. what's the point right. of surviving and being boring and just being? Brighton, Brighton could end up as the next Bournemouth and, and you know try and play open, oh expansive football and then get relegated. Oh my, that's, hang that, on, that's, hang the, on. that's the truth. And that's that's what Burnley will not allow happen, you know, and let's face it, Burnley right, had so a slip up at the I've beginning got, of the I've season. I've got a quick one for you. I've got a quick one for you, right? <clears throat> so how important is it now for a player and I think it's a it's a maybe needs a bit of time or, or more of an understanding of players and their wants and what they want to do. But like how many good championship players would rather play for a Bournemouth Brighton or a um, a Brentford or as opposed to a Burnley or a West Brom you know where it literally the, even the names sound drab Burnley oh, I'm gonna, do you know what I mean like it's, just, it's just boring it just seeps so much so that do you as a player or do you want to go and play I, I don't think I, think I certainly feel that Daesh is under, and the, the, whatever's going on there, their, their budget is extremely tight, just like their expansive football and their, their, their knowledge of what they're, but they are so good at getting it done with the, the stuff that is in front of them. And that is a huge amount of credit to, to them for doing what they've done year in, year out. Sooner or later, though, there, there will be a change in dynamic. Is the manager going to jump ship? Is one or two of their better players? I think Tarkovsky doesn't want to sign a new deal. I think he's on the way out. Um, he's a huge component for them and, and, and what they are and how they focus. It. Just to answer your question then about a championship player, where would they like to go and play? Isn't Tarkovsky evident of that? He's gone to Burnley, he's applied his trade, he has proven that he is a good Centre-back. He's a centre-back. Yeah. So what? He's, he ain't going to go and sign for Brentford, is he? He's going to go and if sign he was for a, If he was a ball-playing centre-back, he wouldn't have signed for Burnley. He's but a, he's, a, he's a raw centre-back who wins the ball and gets rid of it quickly. one of them at Man United. Slabhead. Mate, mate, an outside question, right? <laughs> no, because oh. I'm still going to answer Geezer's question. Go on, so Every single player and every single football fan will go... Oh no! I want to play on a team that gets the ball down and plays. I want, yep. to, I want to play in attacking football, exciting football. The reality is, is every single player wants Can't to play. Like every player just wants to play. They will go wherever they can play, and that's it. And at the end of the day, and and as a fan, yeah, we all want to see exciting football. We want to see the ball get down. We all want to see. But at the end of the day, we want our team to win. And that that's the reality of it, and that's why that's why um, not to go off topic, but that's why Mourinho's been successful, he's bec- and he's been hired by top clubs in the world, the Real Madrid and stuff, because win. at the end of the day, yes, like we all want to, the clubs know that the fans want to see attractive football, but they've also got to understand it's a business, and they are they have to win 
titles. At the end of the day, Spurs have... You know, people say, oh, Spurs have made the ultimate sacrifice. We've got rid of Pochettino, who believes in young players and flow and attacking football. And, and <laughs> you know, they've, sacrifice, they've... Four days at another club and he's already had more success than he did with your mob. Oh, that says all on. you need to know. It's such a load of rubbish, isn't it? I mean, no, it ain't. He won a trophy. You lot couldn't win one. There's nothing rubbish about that stuff. It's like being at a school and you're doing a group project and everybody does the work and you just stand there and get the eight. That's that's pretty much what he's done. Yeah, he right? did. And Brilliantly. fair play, he, get, he still gets the award. And now he's more successful in four days than he was with you lot altogether. Okay, so so if if Jose Mourinho wins the Carabao Cup for Spurs, who do you think has achieved more? Who's, whose trophy do you think is bigger? Pochettino's, right? Who has been in there for four days? Or Mourinho, who has been in there for a year and a half uh, and he's won a trophy for a team po- that hasn't won a trophy Pochettino. in 13 years. Because in four days, he's turned them around and got them on board <laughs> and they've gone and won a trophy. It took Mourinho 18 months to turn a team that were Champions League finalists to be able to win the shittest trophy in English football. Before, well, before, um, before we get back on to... Anyway, I but no, go, but there's no way you beat City in the final. Yeah, no, there isn't. There and that's the story there's for not, another day. You, not a way. you honestly have got no Hang sense of it. Riley, back to Burnley, yeah. right? Yes. What? Give me what? Give me a quick sentence on how you describe Bamford this season. Patrick Bamford, overachieving. Overachieving. Okay. He scored ten goals. Yeah. Right. He's outscored Burnley. Right. That says that says all you need to know. Burnley have scored nine goals yeah, all year. Had Brighton have scored 23. Year, right? what, what, Burnley what have had done? issues. They are boring as hell to watch. They're unenjoyable. Okay, so, so, here's, so here's my counter to that. Here's my argument. Here's my question to you, Mr. Golder. All Anything right? else you want it to be? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when They are boring and awful to watch when they're playing against lower league teams. But when they go to a United or maybe a Liverpool this week or a big team... They, they're exciting because they are the team that could trip you up. They're the team that can get that point. There's on the not a team in the Premier it. League that couldn't trip someone up. No, absolutely. That's a, but, so, but, so that's when, your point, Dad. When you look dead. at the beginning of the season, you go, all right, when you look at the teams in the bottom half of the table, who, which one of them is more likely to, to have an upset? And Burnley's usually the, one of the top three teams that you would suggest out of them bottom ten, realistically. I agree with you. Honestly, I know Burnley are having a struggle this year. They will not get relegated. Of course they're not. Of course right. they won't. Do either of them get relegated? Well, I tip right and I can still see it. I tip Burnley and I can still see it. Get relegated. I personally don't think neither get relegated. You've got three teams. The score was nil-nil between them, right? Burnley and Brighton. Earlier in the year. I don't actually know. But you've got three teams, in my opinion, that are worse than them. They're both in the mixer. They But... I think Brighton are more likely to go down than Burnley because Burnley will grind out a couple of results that Brighton will not. No, I, I, I do disagree with that. I think Brighton have so Burnley have Burnley need those ground to grind out those. They need that for them to stay up. Whereas Brighton, they perform better than a large majority of the teams around them on the day. What they need, if they get a little bit of form, if they get three or four games out of ten where they win, which I think they are far more capable of doing than Burnley, they get themselves away from Burnley and the rest of the pack down there. 
I just think Burnley. So last, think all right, Burnley here's, my, here's my bet with you. Here's my bet with you. Oh, here we go. I, I believe that Brighton will end up with nine plus points than Burnley come the end of the season. Oh, Put your money away, Marcus. Put your money away, $20. $20. You think Brighton will finish nine, nine points, points or more above nine Burnley? Nine points or more above. Mate, wow. Brighton, Brighton, honestly, are so close to to winning a lot of games. It okay. only oh, takes a bit of so form. Oh, okay. So, no, no, no. no, no <laughs> let's go. All right, so You've hold just realised you've given away. Right, do you want to do, do you want to have a, do you want to reciprocate the, the deal with him? Let's have a let's have a look at this, right? Last five games. Last five earlier. games, right? Burnley yeah. at the moment are below Brighton by a point. The last right. five games, um, Burnley have got one point more than Brighton. In those games that they've lost, they lost one nil, one nil, and one nil in all of them. Exactly. How in boring. The, in the games that in. Well, you've just told me that they're so close and they're on the verge of Brighton on the verge of winning games. I'm sorry, but a one nil was a pretty close game. Brighton lost one nil, <laughs> but then they've drawn three three. They've conceded. They've lost a one nil. So as well. that's exciting. So, but, but you've, the games that they've lost, they've lost the exact same. They've all lost one nil in their last in their last three losses. Right. Brighton is so much more fun to watch. And no, but not, not just Potter. no. It's not honestly. It's not just fun. Graham Potter could get a job at a good club in the Prem. It's like not a, just fun. I I think I think Brighton. I, I think Brighton have. Um, I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure how Dan Burns. I don't know how, you're I don't know how Dan Burns snuck into. He's a perfect Burnley player. I don't know how he snuck into to be in a Prem player. Who's he playing for? <laughs> But he's other, not playing for Burnley, fact, is he? all three of them, Burns, White and um, Dunkey. Webster, they're quality. all Burnley defenders. Ben White? Ben White, he was at Leeds. Ben White is quality. unbelievable. Ben White and Lewis Dunk. Ben White's been playing centre midfielder. Ben White is playing centre midfielder. Ben White is absolutely class. You have yeah, just shown your lack of knowledge that's a ming, in this That's a Mingan statement. What you've just said is an embarrassment. We've been on par. No, mate. If you look at Ben White, honestly, he's oh. he's a lot slick. Like, right, he get Ben White. The other three. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I. The other two, you mean? No, Webster, Burns, and. Dunk. 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 He can play. Oh. So, alright. So for me, it. right? If He'd Burnley, if Burnley were, but if Brighton were to get. If somehow they were to get a forward in, a, a goal scorer, they, a if Glenn Murray was still here and knocking about and being fit, no mate, he used to, he used to score boring, goals. No, um, no he, just, he does what they need to sometimes because he. Callum so Wilson much. goes a to Burnley Brighton. type player. Glenn Murray. No, he's, he's a, a Burnley type player. player. No, That's what I've just said. He's boring. He's a Burnley type player. Thank you for agreeing with me. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. No, so it's not about what type of player they are necessarily. It's about what they're told to do and how they act and conduct themselves. Callum Wilson was at Brighton. They're higher up the table right now. Well, he's not. He's not because he didn't want to go to Brighton. He would. No, they wouldn't. He's a Burnley type player, isn't he? All right. So what's our verdict? What's our final verdict? I'm I'm Brighton. But what, in terms of what? Oh, just the oh, picture. Just the picture. What would you, something. if you had a picture to look at, 
the, the future, I, okay, the I current state. I would rather be a Burnley fan from. than Brighton fan because like I think Burnley will stay in the Premier League longer than Brighton. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't expect anything different for you being a Spurs fan. You're okay just to remain in the Prem and not do anything with your lives. Brighton aren't doing anything in the Premier League. Well, I just think it's a very Spursy answer. You, as long as we stay what in the Prem, I'm happy. You know what I've I don't want to win trophies. I, I don't want to be exciting. I just want to remain in the Prem. Brighton. Right. 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 He's Brighton too. They had Messi and all. They'd be playing really well. All right. So, so, so <laughs> let's 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 continue this debate and go into managers. So we've just spoke a little bit there about styles of play and how important and it we're is about to just to get see the, the stuff done. Riley. And what you we're need to do the other side of you is make sure that what what your roles are, <laughs> yeah, you, you are. stick with it. Um, and we've got two fantastic managers, and I know we've just spoke a little bit about. Um, styles of play and stuff and I'm sure based on what we just said um, I'm going to go with uh, sort of a Bielsa type approach I think Christian's probably going to go with a Bielsa type approach and the other guy that we're going to be talking about is a Sam Allardyce and I'm going to assume that you two Burnley fans would yeah. go with a Sam Allardyce yeah, approach will, as well. You will do over there, no, no, Don't even Sam, chirp Sam, in and say Bielsa. You are an absolute no, joke. You don't talk. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You're ridiculous. We're talking about managers that have a game plan and they stick to it. Sean Dyson. Fucking Sam Allardyce has the biggest game plan of everybody. But yes. All right. Literally the only game plan. is get a free kick around the halfway line and then lump it in the box and hope for the best. We're talking about two teams in Brighton and Burnley. Yeah. Right. Brighton have been in the Premier League now for how many... How long have Brighton been in the Premier League for? A good when three or four. It doesn't... Right. Say three or four years. And okay. they are still sat in a relegation scrap trying to play this... How long has Graham Potter been in charge? Oh, a couple of years. Right. They had Graham... Um, so Chris Howard for a bit. where's the development? Not a couple Where is the longevity? Where is their longevity? What do you mean, where is their longevity? Because, well... There is Wait, we're talking about Brighton? Re- yeah, they're in a relegation No, we're talking about Allardyce now. I know, but not, you're talk, talking about my point of why I can support yeah. Burnley. Burnley, who's always in a relegation battle. The way they play. No, they're not. They finished in the Europa chipping places a couple of seasons ago. When? He's talking nonsense. I'm going to up right now. I think they've finished like, I don't know, their highest is probably 10th. Burnley have been in the Prem for two years longer than Brighton, that's it. Right. So, so really? we're and talking what, about... What successes have they had? Burnley, yes. none. So they haven't qualified for the European competition. All right. <laughs> I've right. got to look it up. Actually, right. they did actually, yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. Under Sean Dyche. Get it but on, So yeah. did Wigan, and they got relegated to the championship in the That's same because year. because they won the FA Cup. <laughs> so here's the deal, So Riley, I love Riley, do you take... No, because based on what you just said, you're a Burnley, Sean Allardyce, keep it boring, but stay in the Prem. That's what you said, right? So, if it's working for you, Bielsa What's or Allardyce, who do you want at Leeds? Because if you say Bielsa, because it's more fun to watch, you're an absolute hypocrite. By the way, no. Leeds are going down next year. Not this year, next year no, they'll get not. relegated. They no, will. Second season. No, wait, wait, oh, hang on. The Burnley answer, boys are no. fighting now. The Burnley boys are fighting. <laughs> no. Yeah, because Sean Dyche is going to The reason I Bielsa <laughs> is because he's coming in and he's giving Leeds United an identity. Yeah, Please like Graham Potter has for Brian. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Why has he got an identity? They're not winning games three or four. There's no. There is no manager. Why do you have to be loads of goals to have an identity? 
Boom. There is no manager in Premier League football that has more of an identity than Sam Allardyce at the moment. Top five. Top. There's not many more. Mourinho has no identity. No, Pep it, has no identity. Right. Can I tell you why Sam, Sam Allardyce has never been relegated from the Premier League. He's a, he has he's a crook. That's what Sam Allardyce is. He got fired from the English job because he's a crook. He's in trouble today because he's a crook. Name and a better is. England manager with a better English managerial record than <laughs> Sam Allardyce. Well, do it. Do it. Fired from being a crook. This is what we're talking about. No, we're no, no, Riley. That is a cheat. No, 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 right. That is a cheat. But quick fact, guys. Is... Quick question time. Get your answer in the comments. Who was the goal scorer for England in Sam Allardyce's one 0 win? His only one 0 win of his career, of course. Sam Allardyce result. Who was the goal scorer? Get it in the comments. Uh, It'll be Defoe or something. Like that. It, it won't actually. No, it's a really, it's a really good. Uh, it's a, it's a really good one actually. I'll tell Callum you after Wilson. the show. No, no, no. We we'll get back to. We we'll get back to talking about. All right. So, Bielsa or um, Allardyce so for me personally again maybe um, maybe I'm a sap or whatever but I'm not a big fan of I appreciate and understand there's certain teams that need to do it I just love football and honestly as a as being as a coach I would love my teams to especially with the younger players I always work a lot with the younger younger teams and there's nothing quite like a, a, a big old goal-scoring game, end-to-end, just go out and attack, enjoy yourself, so on and so forth. Totally understand that the Premier League is a totally different kettle of fish and there's so many different variables that go into it. But for me, I think I, I'm, I'm, I do look at both of them. I really want Sam Allardyce to fail. This whole um, never-been-relegated stuff really bugs me. But again, on the other hand, you've got to... You got you got to show appreciation for his ability to keep teams in, and Sam's hit the nail on the head there a moment ago when he's mentioned about an identity or he. It doesn't matter who he's got, um, what type of players he's got. He sets them out a certain way, and he goes with it. He goes with it, and they buy in, and it's horrible to watch. But again, even today they came relatively close to to getting points off off West Ham. They. They've done it against Liverpool. They've done it against the. Oh, they got a, who did they beat? Um, the other week was it Wolves? Wolves. They beat Wolves. You know, they. they he does it. He gets. He gets what. He gets what he needs out of the players, and there is no doubt about its success. On the other hand, which is why I chose both of these these managers, is because Bielsa does exactly the same thing. He knows his team. He gets them playing. It's just such a contrast. And I believe that the reason why both of these managers have been unsuccessful at ever, whenever they've been given a, or even a sniff at a top job, and the reason why they are always sort of dealt with at an arm's length is because they are so drastic. The way that they play, what they expect, how they approach the game is so drastic that it is somewhat probably of a of a either we have to get someone in that can do it when Sam Adas gets in or Bielsa is be careful because you 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 put your trust in him he needs the whole show he needs it from top to bottom he needs it done his way and there's no if buts about it you cannot get involved in it and you've got to basically sit back and enjoy the ride and I would agree with you there especially from a Leeds United standpoint Bielsa has come in and he has got control from top to bottom you know, if you watch the documentary... He's even got his little bike bike, um, he's a bike lanes, isn't he? Yeah. He's a master He's a genius. But the thing Absolute is, it's like genius. what Sam was saying, saying that Leeds will be relegated next year. 
I do not believe that will happen because I believe we will invest in the squad and we will have more of a capability to play the way we are currently playing. I think on a field, if you look at us, man for man on the field against probably 12 of the teams, we are not as good man for man. I would argue that maybe man for man you might be the worst team in the league. Thank you. All right. Which I, I honestly wouldn't disagree nah, West with. West Brom's pretty pap. Have you seen them? West Brom. Quite a few players. I should pick yeah. over. Who? Just like, uh, what's his name? The Diagana Giza. No, you wouldn't. I mean, you might if you wanted to, but you'd lose. Where does he play? Yeah, he's right wing or oh, something. No, no, he's not good enough. Don't listen to him. Well, I'm, well I'm that's the thing. I, I think would, we will invest. Yeah, I would say, I would say, right down there. Luke Ayling's got to be the worst <laughs> on paper. Got to be the worst right back in the league. But he ain't the way he plays and yeah. in that thing. He's quality, that, but I mean, Luke what, what, Atty, is, is he qua- is he quality or has he just got the work ethic that no, probably makes up for somebody else? else sort of yeah, and that's where I think Leeds will invest again. You know, these players that we've already brought in that have, let's be honest, we bought brought in two centre-backs that are meant to start for us and they've both been injured. Why? Because they're not used to the Bielsa yeah. way of that high-intensity stuff. They've had muscle strains. Yeah. And that's the thing. I believe that Leeds United have a long-term plan to stay in the league. So you think... Here's, here's an interesting question for you, actually, on Marco Bielsa. Sorry. No, um, sorry, mate. I'm used to it. In club football, in club football, Bielsa hasn't had a job for more than two years. Yeah. He's a... Well, he's in club it's been at Leeds one two years. So he started there in tw- 2018. So now it's tw- yeah 2021. So yeah, this is his longest serving job. And my my concern, my concern with Bielsa, right, is people talk about the demands and what he gets out of his players. Now, I think the players he has are so successful in the Premier League at the moment because they've bought into him massively. Everybody always so you always hear the commentators every single game are. Oh, how do these players keep up the energy levels? I mean, there's, I don't think now. there's, I don't yeah. think there's, there's technically there's too much difference in the energy levels of Leeds players than necessarily other players at other clubs. But I just think because of the stature uh, and the reputation and that it's the, has, that, that everybody will jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not just necessarily, it's not just necessarily the output that they put in games. It's the expectations that he demands day in day out. So, so to my, so to my point. As those players get on, the manager levels are going to drop. I think it's difficult to recruit because yes. even though players want to come and play for him because of this amazing reputation that he has and everybody fists themselves over it, okay? But I think that um, I also think that players don't want to necessarily... You have to find a special type of player that will want to play in that system. Right, and I think and a special type yeah. of player that really wants to dedicate that work ethic, right? That because what your what Bielsa asks for of his players is no different to what a Sam Allardyce asks of his players. It's just a little and bit Sam more Allardyce defensive. Gets a, he gets a result absolutely. with that within days of being a- within a- the team. Absolutely. Like he gets that. The, 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 so I think, right, and again, which is why I think it's a very interesting sort of duel because they are so opposites on how they've done things Sam Allardyce is a six month to a year man in a job right whereas Bielsa needs to if he was to ever get the status of like being the best in the world he needs four to five years I think not only 
does he burn his players out? Like, he burns everything out. Like, the club. The cl it's just, it's probably tiresome. It's, you know, it's, it's the expectation. So, if, if he's there next year, Leeds won't be as good, right? And if he leaves, then Leeds still won't be as good. I think Leeds, is, <laughs> I think Leeds are going to get relegated next year. I, I honestly think we will be okay next year. I think this year is the year to worry. Yeah, I also watch think Spurs first, are winning watch, the league. But watch the No, but watch the first year that he came in. We're flying high at Christmas of the championship. That's what we're we that's ended what up I'm finishing. Saying, but that was in the year. Okay. I think that next year we will be fine. We've got to survive this year. You'll survive this year because the teams below you are just as bad. And that's the same reason why Brighton and Burnley that. probably you will survive. That, that year of the championship, I know you boys haven't probably followed the championship massively. I know you do a little bit, Steve, but that year that Leeds went from we were something like crazy of like 17 yeah, points good. clear of second place at Christmas in the championship Leeds have fallen apart again I was there at Fulham right and it all went wrong you know and then all of a sudden we finished third we had Spygate <laughs> and then we got knocked out to Derby in, in the playoffs yeah now I know what we were all saying that the teams below Leeds we are talking about but how is but here's here's what we talk about Bielsa as being the top five managers in the world apparently coaches to, I would say coaches in the world but managers but, yeah but how but how but, but how can you be seventeen points clear in a league and then not and then finish third he was like, well, that was the year before that that was two years ago but, all right so it doesn't he still runs them down doesn't matter that, like, if, it doesn't if, matter when if, it was I would, if you if if I am seventeen points clear of any club that I am in and I finish third I expect to be fired. I expect I to be fine. I that, but I, I'm interested long, to understand how you're term. more qualified than FIFA to talk about who's a good coach. Or not. Oh, FIFA's a popularity contest. Like Mourinho would have won. It is, let's face it. It is, it's all it's the fast. That's all the fast. That's all the fast. No, but for me, honestly, I'm all about... Um, I think what you're talking about now are two managers that have very different styles of play, but the same impact when they go into a club. Mm, Allardyce gets results quicker. I'm a Bielsa man because I like to watch entertaining football. I have zero interest in watching. I I, lo I just love the fact that he's brought he's had the ability to bring up these really like mediocre. Give Bielsa the sort of. Uh, it would take him about 19 years for him to even get. No, a win. but do you know what you're talking about there he, is the fact that he's two fairly average players and made them quality. But that that takes time though. Like his I, implementation I of like. What he wants would it wouldn't that like, I think he done I think he done the international stuff and I think with I don't know I think you said who was he with Chile or Argentina? He's Argentina. Both. He's actually been at both. But what, where did he do well? Argentina. Argentina. Runner up in the old Copa America. Um, no, I'm I'm I I do I, I respect the, the the job that Sam Allardyce has done. I can't stand it. I want him to go down. Just to, to shut him up, and I do yeah. think he's dodgy, and I do, and, no I, and Riley's in dodgy Allardyce. You know, Leeds average in a Le in a Leeds game this this year, they average one team in that game three goals, just one, and it can go either way, right? They've they've now to your argument and to actually back you guys, when Leeds played West Brom, Leeds won five nil. Yeah. The next week. They lost three 0 to Spurs, but two weeks before that they lost six two. I mean, it's it's you either gonna you either gonna 
you're either going to score lots of goals and win, or you're going to get absolutely. If you pumped. sit down with a this beer on a Saturday, do you want to watch Leeds or do you, any Allardyce team in history? It depends who they're playing. Well, I mean, if you no, use that, so if you, you use watch that, Leeds. if you use that, if you use the so, whole, even so, Bolton with JJ Okocha wasn't as fun as watching this current Leeds side. I, I probably think, I probably think, yes, I would rather watch Lee, a Leeds game, one hundred percent, right? But football is an entertainment I love, industry. I love the Sam Allardyce way of everybody just hates his style, and but he's effective. He gets the results. He's never been relegated. And I hope he stays year. up. I hope he stays up. I really do because twenty dollars says he does. Fifty dollars no, says no, he no, doesn't. No, no, because, <laughs> no, because I'm not. I'm That's not a bold. On, Why not? not that is a bold one. statement. I'm not betting on it because I do think that I don't think West Brom are good enough to stay up, and I think this is Allardyce isn't a good enough manager then because he's got a transfer window to make them good enough. Well, we'll if he's a good enough manager, yeah, he'll you, keep on. You, you don't know about the, you're the too money scared. that he's able to spend. You don't too know about the money he's able to spend. Too but scared. I, I, fifty bucks. Go on. I would money love it if he is. stays up. No, I hope he stays up. Go on. Right, because then it will Wimp. shut you up. It won't shut me up. <laughs> won't shut me up. So I still have fifty quid in my pocket. It'll shut me up. No, if you, you take fifty off me. A bit, but I'm, you know, I, I think. I think Caleb must listen to this. <laughs> I'm trying to get my Arteta money back from the Arteta Mourinho deal. <laughs> you got a chance to win that. Um, no, I, I, I would love to see uh, Sam Allardyce keep West Brom. I'd love to see West Brom go down, but now so, Sam Allardyce is there. I'd love to see Sam. Big so if we treat this as you would rather have Allardyce as your manager over Bielsa, that's what you're saying. You'd rather have Allardyce Pass. at Spurs than Bielsa. Um... It depends where you are in the league, doesn't it? No, no, no. no. Depends, That's an easy question to answer. Well, I suppose you're a different type of team, though, aren't they? So you'd uh, rather so, have so imagine um, Sam Allardyce does keep West Brom up, right? And he does what he's there to do. And Is that a flying pig in the background? And then you're going and you're going into next season, and the board's clean, no games played. Two weeks before the the, the league starts, who do you want going into that year as manager? Um, Big Sam. You know that's bullshit, don't you? Friday. Bielsa. <laughs> you are so you are such yeah, you a hypocrite. Flipped, like from one end, <laughs> from like praising Burnley. And... No, because I'm talking about an identity. Burnley have an oh identity. Oh my god. Leeds are building an identity. Brighton are building an identity how, with Potter. How? Last eighteen months, they've been so much better. Are you really comparing? Graham Potter to what Martin Bielsa has done. No, you just serious comment. You compared Sean Dyche. I've lost it, Bielsa. You compared Sean Dyche to Bielsa. Graham Potter's style of football with Brighton matches anything that Marcelo Bielsa is doing with Leeds. And are you yeah. saying Sean Dyche's football at Burnley matches anything to do with you're doing at Leeds? No. Exactly. So all you said was they've got an identity and all I said was there's an identity. So there's no are, difference. Have, I've like, not said Bielsa and Potter are doing the same. I back Sam this season. Just to go back on what I said earlier, I, I back Sam Allardyce coming in because I know what I'm going to get. I can still complain about it, but I know what Steve, I'm going to get. Steve, do you want to start writing podcast? Because I don't know if I can sit in a room with these. <laughs> hypocrite over there and I don't even know what to call this Spurs fan. But. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on all about... Uh, 
All about Bielsa. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch Mario Brighton as well. Mate, I, I promise you, please do. I am, I'm, not, I'm not lying. After this discussion, I Brighton, am going to watch I Marvin. swear on my life. You I watch them. pay a bit more attention. Watch Bissouma. Honestly, honestly, mate, you should. I'm not even lying to you. They're, they're a good Bissouma, team to watch. Bissouma's quality. They're a they got good, some really, good, really good side. Players. At the back because of White and Dunk, they're very good. I don't know whether it's... March is class. I don't know whether it's myself that I just got a connection to... Burnley and the way that he sets up and it's very organised and they've been in the league and Brighton's just always been to me just Brighton I guess yeah. they came up and who was in charge Chris Chris, um, Evan, yeah. Chris Hume yeah Chris and Hume. I never really liked him when he was at Newcastle so I wasn't going to watch him when he yeah. brought Brighton up so yeah I met you know watch I promise you you'll, you'll, you'll see I guarantee you whoever they play you'll text they will, both they of will, us that weekend yeah, and be like oh that was that was what, fun watching they, them they are extremely good at like keeping possession um Building going forward, but they got fuck all going up top. Yeah, that's that's them. It, here's here's the thing, right? Tottenham played against Leeds and beat them comfortably. Leeds are the first team Spurs have beaten comfortably Ever. in about seven weeks of football. That's that's genuine, right? If we come up against West Brom and Sam Allardyce team, it's going to be a one-one or a one-nil, and it would be. It, we we will struggle massively in that game. Right, but Leeds. I was excited to play Leeds because I knew we was going to probably pump you, and you weren't good enough at the other end to score. Right. But you're, what you're saying right now, from a guy that's a Bielsa over Allardyce. Six weeks yeah, ago, you were saying that six weeks ago. Hold on, you were saying six weeks ago that Tottenham were yeah, going to win. Consistently the league, right? mental. Now you're <laughs> saying because Sam Allardyce has taken over West Brom, you're going to struggle to beat them. That says that, one, Harry Kane is not one of the best strikers in the world because he should be able 100%. to break down them centre-halves. All right? And everyone else that you've got behind your team should be just shipped off to the ship, shipyard because... Mate, you only sh- beat West Brom 1-0 <laughs> earlier in the season when they were pony. Who? You. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It was the last minute, wasn't it? Who scored it? Hello, yeah, Kane. absolute shite. So are you telling just me get Spurs out of this conversation. You said Harry Kane. He's going, oh yeah, Harry Kane. Ball off. It's <laughs> changed it. No. This is all the right, thing. All I right. can't believe that Sam all right. would want Sam Allardyce. So if I was saying Sam Allardyce or Marcelo Bielsa to take over Tottenham. He is, do you know what, do you know what Sam is? You think he would get more success than Sam Allardyce? Sam's, no, 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 Sam's had enough. I don't think we'd get a success with No, you wouldn't. Because you won't get success with any manager. Because Spurs are shy. You will never have success as a club. Can I some Sam's club. Sam's mindset right now is summed up. And I am very close to getting there too. Is you're I am shit so, as well. I am so fed up, right? Of and I'm I'm stupid enough to co- try and coach it, but like just this whole beautiful aspect yep. of the game yep. and how you approach it and what you should be playing out of the back and oh don't worry, just keep doing it, keep doing it. You can see goals. I think Sam is at the point now where he's had enough of being around coaches that talk about this and profess to try and do it and so on and so forth. That he just, yeah, and he just hates it, and all he wants to do is pump it. So, if this is an advertisement for anyone going to East Atlanta, be aware there is going to be a bit of Sam Allardyce in there. Not a um, chance, Sam, not a chance. I'm joking. You're gonna have to do it. <laughs> do you know how much, even as one of my closest mates, you irritate the hell out of me? 
You are. I, I a get joke. it. I get it. But no, I'm absolute Bielsa. To sum it up, to wrap this Bielsa. up, um, I'm Bielsa. Um, Christian, what are you? Bielsa, man. Mr. The game has Why? got to be enjoyed. Tactician, the tactician. You. He said Allardyce. He's no, no, done. I want Allardyce. Allardyce he is a tactician. He comes in tactically, knowing what he wants to do. He sets his players up. If the players aren't good enough to do it, that's not Big Sam's fault. He's got. He, well, it is his fault. But <laughs> his players aren't good enough to go that's forward. Not the same. Or if you're Pep Guardiola, you go somewhere. You want him to pass the ball around and move it. If you're not good enough to pass the ball, it's not Pep's fault, is it? It doesn't matter. Yes, it is. Well, she's got a coach them. Sam Walker just I, took I, a bunch of players who weren't she, good enough and coached them. You talk some crap, <laughs> um, didn't you? No, hold on a minute. Absolute West, garbage. West Brom aren't good enough to just get the ball down and play football, so he sets them up as rigid. But so did he. I sets bet them you, up organised. I bet you, Bielsa, with one year, West Brom are a mid-table team. Sorry. I was trying to figure out what you said there. I was really confused. No, everyone um, got confused. Yeah, okay. that, wasn't, that wasn't an intentional pause. That was a genuine three second of, oh gosh, what should we say right now? Bielsa um, can coach. That's the point. All right, Sam all right, all right. We're wrapping. No, come on. We're, we're, we're wrapping. Because we're he doesn't play expensive. I we're wrapping. Here we go. Sorry, know. what what happened? What's what's, what's what's going on in the Sam Sam Walker school of no, school want, of coaching? I want to hear. I it. want to see expansive football. I I I love to see. I want my team. But you're the only one that can do it, right? But <laughs> I am the only one that can do it. <laughs> but you're but pick I think there has no no. There has to be structure defensively for your team to be successful. And the reason why we stopped talking about Pep Guardiola in the moment in time is because Pep Guardiola has a phenomenal defensive record because he's one of the only managers that at the moment seems to be able to set his team up attack-minded, but they are so good defensively and they are structured and they are rigid and they get it right. And at the end of the day, um, Sam Allardyce is actually very similar to a Jose Mourinho to where he's... No, Shut the podcast where, down. He's just called no, Mourinho. You've just compared your treble-winning manager okay, to Allardyce. Okay, okay, hold on a minute. The similarities <laughs> between Bielsa and Pep Guardiola. I wish I pressed Guardiola. record on the hold video. On He's no, lost it. No, no, I'm not having it. Lost there it. are similarities between Bielsa and Pep Guardiola. But Bielsa doesn't understand how to set his team up defensively so they don't just leak goals yeah, no, like he's idiots. Only been, he's only and been around for 30 years. Yeah, well, he's obviously... One of the most renowned managers in the world, but he didn't understand, then if you can't defend simple as that right and uh, and uh, Sam Allardyce is very similar in certain ways to Jose Mourinho and they set their team up and try and counter attack but he just doesn't have manage, he doesn't have players and attackers as good as that but he still managed to get the best out of them to keep them in the Premier League and that's the reality of the situation you talk some nonsense no, don't you if 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 Guardiola if Bielsa was was more structured and defensive-minded to be able to organise sure, his team defensively. I've just heard you say, right, that the difference between Allardyce and Mourinho is Allardyce does not have the players to attack. Otherwise. And then it's good going forward. Yes, and then the difference between Bielsa and Pep Guardiola is the fact that Bielsa does not set his team up to defend. Yeah. The, no, that's total crap because you're blaming, Allard you're blaming Allardyce's team on their incapabilities to attack mm -hmm. and the manager of Leeds United with their incapabilities to defend. Yeah, that They're is, one of the same. No, you no, no, blame Allardyce that he hasn't got the players no, to I attack. No, I can back my statement because it's I, I believe it's easier 
to teach a team how to defend than it is to teach players how to score goals. Well, I, I totally disagree with that because it depends on the makeup of the team you've got. If you've got Harry Kane in, in, in general, and you've got Haaland on your team, have you not seen goals? Well, exactly. the Michael Owen, if you've that, got John Stone, goal-scoring training well, session, you argument. said it was easier to teach a team to defend than it yeah, was to absolutely. attack. If you've got players that, that can, can score, score goals, goals, then you're fine. You don't yes. have to. So you just set your team up defensively. But if you've got players that can't defend, tough shit. Well, but you, t- you can teach players how to defend. You can teach players how to be rigid defensively. So why can't make you teach players how to compa- score goals and create? Because it's so... You're, Thierry Henry was not a natural yeah. goal scorer until he went to Arsenal. Yeah, but he obviously developed... He was a special player. He did, Cummings he developed. One of the greatest he ever coached. players in exactly. the Premier League. And he was coached to be that good of a goal scorer. No, Come on, listen, you're, you're, so no, that's, that's I, I'm going to jump in here dis- and just say... No, it's a really I, good I, answer. Okay, okay, okay. Right, right, so where's the others? No, 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 hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, because at the end of the day... I'll point my foot down. No, hold on, no, 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 fuck you, because if if Thierry Henry, if Thierry Henry was taught to be the greatest striker in the Premier League, well, where was the other strikers that came in? Where's Theo Walcott? Walcott was supposed to be the next Henry. Why wasn't he? Why wasn't he? He was under the same coaching staff. So why wasn't he? No, no, it's a very valid point. No, you seem very high. Where was the others? Theo Walcott was turned into a winger. Oh, come on. Yeah, Henry was on the left-hand side coming and still scored. Theo Walcott assisted 75% no, right, so, of Robin so, Van so Persie's goals. So who played the number nine when Walcott was Robin there? Robin Van Persie. Okay, but Robin Van Persie was another phenomenal striker that he you was. bought. And Theo Walcott fed Van Persie for goals. Oh, he didn't no, need two of them. No, he, he, he did. It wasn't that way. 75% no, of Van Persie's so, goals when he was top goalscorer for two years in a row were fed by Theo Walcott. It is so... Like, See, my, listen, there's a reason why strikers are the most expensive players in the world, because they, they it is the hardest job to put the ball the in stats, the back of the net. Because the stats speak for themselves. You can teach I, players I, I, to be unbelievable. So, so, so look at what John Terry's doing. So for there. Me, how much um, was Van Dijk? Van, yeah, Van, how much did Van Dijk cost? 75 million. Right, when was the last striker that went for around that much? Uh, Arsenal's Pepe. Don't tell me he's a winger. He's a forward. He's a forward. And he was less than that. He was 70 mil. Okay, call him a forward. He's an attacker. Okay, but that's less than Van Dijk and less than Harry Maguire. So go again. A striker that costs more than Harry Maguire and Van Dijk. Okay, Harry Kane would be if we sold him. Son would be if we sold him. I'm not talking about that. You just said there's a reason why when people sign strikers, they're the highest in the world. Is coronavirus a reason? For what? When has Van Dyke signed? Maybe there's no clubs haven't been able to have the money to, to spend yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah, that's that, and that's a fair argument. Maybe but there's not. No, but I, listen, so, so for me personally, you can set right? Up a team it is harder. It's hard. So setting up a team. Do you know what's easier than all of it? Winding up this. <laughs> so <laughs> so, I'm so passionate about this. No, so as a, I think teaching a defender how to defend individually is harder than anything. I think teaching a team to collectively defend is easier, right? I, I compare, I think it is easier to teach an individual to be a good attacker, but I think it's harder to get a team to attack well cohesively. So for me, I am on the mindset of... Yeah, one does a better job than nowadays. Well, without a shadow of a doubt, but that's but, but that's but that's why I think I think as a forward, I think you can, I think as as a forward, you are so reliant on the service and the build-up play around you. Correct if or Bielsa's not? Bielsa's done such a great job. Correct or not? Is that is that a fair statement? 
So for Harry Kane to do well, he needs right now, or he's needed, or any forward is needed for their team to break up the play, to go and attack, to go and then create chances for them to be there. Do I doubt that Harry Kane is um is the best forward in the world right now? No. I think he is unbelievable. And I think he is... Lewandowski is not as good as Harry Kane, is what you've just said. Yeah. The person that's just been voted the best player in the world by, well, honestly, everybody... I I'll have Harry Kane. Um, so, but I think so. The reason why, um, so to to back up the point of Bielsa versus um is Aladice. For me personally, I think if if someone and this is an absolute bullshit statement because I'm sure it wouldn't work. But if I had to set up against eighteen other Premiership teams and knew that that was the only way that I was going to approach a game would be to start off with a back four, with five in midfield and one up top, and those two wide players just drop in and basically play as a right back and a left back. And that five, and then three and one, or five and four, what we've seen, or I mean five, I'm six and four, Whatever six and four, what we've seen. I believe that if I am on the sidelines and I am just, screaming and hollering and get back and track and get goal side and show him outside or show him show him whatever and do that every single day that is easier to do than what Bielsa does to attack against some of the best defensive units he, he, he's done it um he broke down West Brom what the, the five goals that they scored but like, I think what Bielsa is doing is harder to do than what Aladice does and I think I think there is a lot of play people or managers out there that if they really wanted to be known, it's like it's like um being a, a a soap actress or a soap that is his niche. They don't go and get other jobs. No one else wants 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 Stacy from EastEnders working as a as a as a golden girl. Like she's got her niche. Sam Maladas has his niche, and that is to keep teams up, that is to keep them organized, that is to get a whole unit of players and army. Blocking those shots, right, um, or, or crosses or anything, and he does that, and he does that well, and that is him, and I think that is, he's, he's, he's there for his own reasons. It's commendable, so, but yeah, it's, it's not. It's nonsense. So I, think you, I think you, you've, you've kind of agreed with my point in the sense that, like, I mean, I haven't. There's I still five want teams. There's, there's five. No, yeah, that, and that's that's fair. My point of, um, there's five teams in the Premier League that have scored more goals than uh, Leeds this year. Right, but they still have a minus four goal difference, and I just feel like if I set my team up so good at going forward and actually scoring goals and sharing goals in, uh, as as a team, yeah. then like at what point do you not turn around and be like, right, well we have to do better in this situation? And if he just doesn't know, that, and, and that's my question here. Well, so what's so West Brom's so, goal difference? Yeah, you, All right, so I, question: when, when Are Leeds, since, if Leeds were to sit in, right? And, and defend, are they good enough to do that? So we, we get relegated. Yeah, so you have to go and do what you're good at. It's the same way. Score. We have to join our score teams because the teams hey, score It's like Brighton have scored 23 we, goals. What, what, are Leeds, what, what are points for Leeds right now? Points? Yeah. 23 points. So you double that, right? It's halfway through the season. You double that. 46. They're fine. They stay up. No doubt. Right. Yeah, but you're not going to need 40 points this year. Anyway. But I mean, but you. So, so although they're, 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 you know, it's give and take. Let's be honest. This is the first time in the Prem for ages. There's the f they, they've got, they've got a, a, a fantastic attacking 
sort of philosophy. It's fair. It's 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 discriminatory. It doesn't care about anything that's going on. It is straight. We've got it. We attack. Their issue is, is that can they make that last? And I don't know a hundred percent right now if they've got the the ability to do that. So they need to recruit. So um, all right then. So I think we're we're set up with that. Um, it looks like we've got um, a fairly uh. uh well, it's going to be Unanimous. lopsided. It's lopsided three to one right now. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, I think we've had some some healthy debates, some extremely good points, uh, some very very animated characters in this in this boardroom this this evening. It's been fantastic to watch. Really glad that a topic can get people this riled up. It certainly shows that we care about the sport and we care about our opinions, and we certainly have enough. Maybe not facts. To back it up, no right but wrong, just right. opinions, right? So and it's, it is what it is, right? And it's and it's great topic, Steve. It's what we do do it for. So, um, all right, I'm gonna hand you back over to to the boss man, Mr. Anthony Riley. Um, thanks for listening, guys, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. I don't know why I do this every week, but uh, yeah, guys, please give us a uh, follow on the old social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, at Chatting in the Channels. Get your comments in, and if more of you think that Bielsa is a better manager of Sam Allardyce, we'll get a picture of Riley sitting on a bucket like the man himself. Thanks for listening.